0: Grace and peace, friends and family. Welcome to another episode of the Pink Girl Teaches podcast. I'm the host, Joy, and I am the founder of Pink Girl Teaches. Who am I and what do I do? Well, real quickly, I'm a certified life coach and my expertise is in narcissistic abuse recovery. That's right. Narcissistic abuse recovery. This is for victims whose lives have been impacted by some type of relationship with a narcissist. That's what I do, but that's not necessarily what this podcast is about. Yes, I may talk about it, but really I'm here to to share my voice in the dating and relationship world. And from my perspective, it's always kingdom over culture. My My goal with this podcast is to offer some insight be a voice for women of faith in the 21st century and it's so interesting because this episode is entitled snatch the mic snatch the mic why joy why snatch the mic because i believe that in this dispensation of time there are so many different voices that are speaking to women and there's really nothing wrong with that I believe that you know there should be a variety of conversations taking place, but I do feel that as a woman of faith, it's important that we are represented in the in the um, podcasting community, if I can say that, but that we are also heard, as well as encouraged and inspired. You see, it's easy to hear the various voices out there, just putting their perspective on. Who you need to be as a woman, as a woman, should I say? And why do you need to be that way? And some of them tell you that you're not worthy of love and respect because of maybe appearance, because maybe you have children, because maybe you're not a, you haven't reached a, a particular financial point. The mere fact that you were created, that you were formed and fashioned in the image and likeness of God means that you deserve some love and respect. It's wrong to make people believe that you have to pine for somebody else's love as well as their respect. You don't need validation from anybody. God already validated you. And so, you know, as I was just considering what I wanted to talk about on this episode, I decided Snatch the Mic sound, sounded pretty good because sometimes we have to get up and snatch the mic away from the voices that mean us nothing, and amplify our own voice. So this is what we're talking about today. I want to ask you, ladies and gentlemen, because I know that you do listen, and I appreciate you, kings, and this conversation goes for you, too. You know, it's not just a one-way stream. We can always insert ourselves. Where I say, ladies, it could always be gentlemen, but I just, you know, I want to ask you this question whose report do you believe? Whose report do you believe? Because sometimes our lives are driven by what has happened to us versus where we are going, who we are, what potential we carry, and also even our faith in God. Sometimes it's the disappointment that drives our decision-making. And because we've experienced disappointment in one area, it can sometimes set you up mentally because that's been the subconscious programming. It's never going to work. They're always going to come and leave. They're always going to disappoint me. Because that can be a subconscious programming, you live in the expectation of disappointment. Okay, abandonment. Maybe you're somebody who deals with abandonment issues. And that becomes the subconscious programming. So even when you try to step into the dating world, right? And even when you try to be into or enter into a relationship, which potentially could be good, those anxieties and those triggers begin to go off because it's a a way that you've become accustomed to living. Whose report are you going to believe? Oh, okay so you're one who likes to isolate. Mm-hmm. Go keep to yourself, by yourself. But let me say this to you, isolation is the devil's institution. You are not to involve in that institution. Whose report are you going to la- uh, believe? What voices have you been listening to? What tables have you been eating at that continue to feed that mindset? Because The more you hear something and the more you're triggered into an old way of things or, you know, reminded of what was, it can keep you trapped. But what we know for sure is that whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And so before we even begin to think about diving into the dating field, getting back out there, we've got to be sure that we have done and we are doing the work because it is a continual process to begin to heal so that we can um not not show up based on our hurts and not respond based on our hurt but we are actually able to walk in who we are becoming. Don't you know that there is a heavenly version of you that God already spoke into the or into the earth realm before he formed you in your mother's womb. That's right. there is a version of you that he is leading you to and we want to begin to walk in the qualities and the characteristics that guide us towards becoming that heavenly version. Yeah it's a process and it's a journey. It's a gradual thing. There will be different seasons in your life where you're able to, where you actually move very quickly through a particular season. And then there are times where because of the lessons that you are learning require a little more time, but God is the keeper and the manager of all times. And so it's important that you snatch the mic, you turn down the sound on what is not honoring you as a child of God. Just because it's out there doesn't mean that you need to eat it. Just because they're selling X, Y, and Z, it does not mean that you need to buy it. Now I'm speaking to myself. Just because there is a, a gorgeous-looking chocolate cake on the table, you do not have to have a bite. Mm that chocolate cake. But whatever your thing is, just because he's fine packaged with all the daddy vibes, it does not mean that you need to participate in that. Fellas, if you're listening, just because she's a 36, 26, 36, her bodily dimensions are off the hook, does not mean that she is for you. It's when we get into that secret place and we begin to shed off what the world and what culture and society tells us And we begin to dive more deeper into the word or dive deeper into the word and drink deeply. Yeah, then we're able to go through a process where the old things pass away, our old mindsets. And it's not just that we're going to bypass everything spiritually and not actually do the actual work that we need to do. Because yes, God is able. God does right now things. He is a miracle worker. Listen, just like you, I've seen him perform miracles. But it's important that you do the work that needs to be done that would lead you into becoming who he knows that you are. So for some people, yes, therapy is going to be required. But even as you as you grow in these areas of your life, it's important, I believe, to stop entertaining things that are not productive, things that don't yield the result that you need, things that speak negatively over you. I think it's so important in this hour because it is late. Listen, the day is long or it's late in the night and we don't want to be like the five foolish virgins. And part of us being prepared means that we stay at his feet. And even as we show up in the dating world, I think it's so important that we continue to operate in integrity. The word says that, um, you know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What are the thoughts that you are feeding? Every voice that speaks to you can either build you up or tear you down. That's why you can't listen to everything and you can't partake at every table. But one of the voices that you must amplify is that subtle voice that's on the inside. The voice that you have where you begin to tap into what are the things that you genuinely desire from life. And what does that journey look like from you? What are the sacrifices that you are going to need to make to achieve and attain those things? And even as you begin to examine these things, it's going to be so important for you to, to not dumb out that voice and to not dull out the process because that's so it's so incredibly easy to just say, you know what, I'm just going to sail through on and become somewhat an autopilot. An autopilot is getting along just to get along when you know, you know, you know, that you've been set apart. And so really, as as much as I want to share today, I think the main takeaway has to be for you to be very careful with what is going on in your ear gates. Your ear gates are a portal. They're a portal to your soul. There is access to who you are. And while you may hear certain things over and over again, it begins to play in your subconscious programming. And that's why I'm talking about snatching the mic because you've got to validate, or not validate, but you've really got to, what is the word that I'm thinking of here? But you've got to really consider the benefits of what you're ingesting. Because if we continue to ingest what is toxic to us, you are going to, you, you, you're going to have a level of toxicity spring up on the inside of you. And this is what we want to avoid. We want If we are going to lay hold on the version of us that God knows, that God already has it waiting for us to walk into, we've got to release some things. But part of it, it and I'm not saying that, you know, stop listening to everything. No, find something that builds you up. You know, wives or women and those of us who are wives or those who are seeking to become wives, we can't operate the same way that the world does. I mean, because really, if we take a look at the dating world, there's really no integrity in that thing. And if you really want my opinion, I think it's a cesspool for narcissistic behavior. That's right, narcissistic abuse, because the simple dating trends that people validate and say that it's okay to do these things, you you, you know, you, it's, it's up to you, you know, it's your life, live your best life. I think that's another deception of the enemy, live your best life, you better live your life right, so that you can live your best life, which would be in the afterlife, eternal life, because let's make no mistakes, this world will pass away but we will live again okay let him who has ears let her who has ears hear what i just said this world will pass away but it's how we live our lives now that are going to that is going to um is going to push us either into an eternal life or an eternal death and we can't get so caught up Listen, we can't get so caught up in what is popular and what is trending because narrow is the gate that leads to eternal life. Wide is the one that goes to destruction. And so if it's not feeding your inner man, your spirit man, and it's not helping you grow in a way that leads you towards the wellspring of life, get away from there. Snatch the mic. Because, again, going back to the foolish virgins, they didn't know the hour, but sure enough, the bride and groom came. But more so than that, and I talked about amplifying your voice, you are your advocate. That's right. You have to advocate for the things that you believe in. Am I saying go out here and start all types of platforms? No, but how you live your life the choices that you make, how you show up for yourself. Listen, turn down the mic on everything, but turn up the mic on the voice of God. Allow him to be the one that leads you. After all, the word says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And so even as you navigate the dating world, remember that the Lord is your shepherd you shall not want. So whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe them when they tell you that you need to look a certain way? I mean, sis, you can't wear the weave. You can't wear the natural hair. The braids don't look right. Your complexion is off. Your makeup is not enough. Your makeup is too much. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too dark. You're too light. You don't make enough money. You have children. Where's the father? Why? Why? So many different opinions that mean absolutely nothing to who God said that you are. Sis, stop allowing people to apply pressure to you and you apply pressure to your goals, to your dreams, and to the relationships that uplift and edify you. It's time out for believing that you have to be a particular way, but do the inner work. Sit with God. Let him show you who he says that you are, because listen, first things first, I want to be everything that he says that I am. And so, yeah, it's been a journey and it's not been easy, especially when people have to be plucked out of my life, especially when I'm removed from rooms and situations and things like that, that causes pain. But like, listen, Jesus paid the ultimate price. I know that in the garden of Gethsemane, he was sweating bleeds of, I mean, he was setting um instead of sweat, it was blood. Like, yeah, this thing, this walk costs us. And so I just wanted to briefly offer a word of encouragement. I know, like, you know, it's so difficult sometimes to, to, it's overwhelming. Maybe let me use the word overwhelming when there's so many people pulling for your attention here and there and you're trying to find yourself and you're trying to see, well, what is it for me? Who am I? Who does God say that I am? But I want a husband. And they're telling you, you have to do all these things, asking you, what do you bring to the table? First of all, that question right there, what do you bring to the table? And no, sis, you're not the table. God is God is the provider of all things. That's that first But for me, my issue with that question is always like, why, where, where, where is the opportunity to just get to know somebody organically? What kind of question is that like? What? And that's something that predators like to ask. If you know anything about how a narcissist works, that's one of their favorite things to find out. So they know what category to put you in. No, not everybody who asks that question is a narcissist. But I would say that you're lazy. Why are you not taking the time to figure out who I am? And that's also a sign to you because, listen, God does have some if God has somebody for you. Right. Let me say it like that. If God has a, a purpose spouse for you, they're not coming to ask you what you bring to the table. That's not how kingdom works, because when God joins people, what God joins together, God does not join every union. Let's stop lying to ourselves and believing that just because people got married, I got married. God did not bring that thing together. I can be the first to tell you how disobedient I was and still got married. Okay? But what God brings together. So that means that he has a type of person. He has somebody specifically for you. And God speaks to each person before he brings them together. There's always, and there will be confirmation. Confirmation through his word, through his voice, through time spent with him. He lines things up when you are, listen, first we have to get into alignment and then we walk aligned to him. So yeah, what you bring to the table, my appetites. Because that's the only table I'm going to be talking about, the one that the Lord prepared for me. Hello. But listen, my my purpose and my goal is really to help you or to encourage you to consider how beneficial some of the things that you're ingesting are. Are they a toxin in your life? Because if it's a toxin in your life, it's going to show up in conversations, it's going to show up in your lifestyle, it's going to show up in your mindsets. And your mind is so important. And so it's important that you filter through the word of God, what is good for you and what is not, because it may sound good and it may be okay, but is it beneficial for you? Just because they do it, it doesn't mean you have to do it. And that goes with dating. Think about the trends that people say is okay. Ghosting, hello, ghosting, diabolical bread crumbing for what? When he has a whole table for you and not only a whole, he gives you the entire bakery, not even the loaf of bread, the entire bakery. So bread crumbing? Uh Uh-uh. And all these, you know, treating people like complete options when, oh, I personally think that's a bit degrading because we're not options, but we're children of God. Now you make, you know, some people say, well, you know what, it's just saying that I, you know, that there are possibilities for me out there, which fine, it's a possibility, but they treat people like options. That's where the problem is. When you treat people like they're an option. Now, I want to encourage you, queen, that you may not always feel like it. You may not always remember, but there is a crown attached to your head. Likewise for you, kings, if you are listening, There is a crown that is already attached to your head. Walk like you know it and ask yourself, whose report do you believe?